Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we update what's been going on in the parks, talk about summer deals for people who have had their plans affected by Disney's cancellations, and speculate on when the parks might reopen again. If you've had a Disney trip canceled or are looking to book a new one, feel free to contact Joe, Joseph Chung at Travelmation.net, and I can help you rebook or book your trip as a travel agent at no cost to you. Find all the episodes of the podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. We'd really appreciate a positive review. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes. Welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So we're hoping everyone is safe and sound at home, practicing your social distancing. We wanted to give some updates about Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney parks, the Disney company in general. You know, there's a lot of information that's been coming out, so we want to talk about it and also talk about what you can do if you are planning or still hoping to visit Disney World or Disneyland sometime in 2020. So let's start by getting to some of the latest news, some of the latest comings and goings at Disney World and Disneyland. So talk to me about all Disney products. You know, what is their kind of current status, Leslie? Quote, until further notice. That was the big announcement a couple of days ago. And everything at Disney is closed. <laughs> so and that is indefinite. So we're really just, you know, a big question mark here when it comes to Disney vacation planning to future. I mean, we're a big question mark as to life, let's be honest. So it's no surprise that, that, that Disney should follow that. But that's really where we stand with Disney. And I'm, I'm sort of I'm glad, I guess, on a personal note that they went ahead and made that announcement. Because I think a lot of people, maybe people who aren't obsessively following the news as much as you and I, Joe, were kind of getting their hopes up prematurely of being able to return to Disney and this kind of maybe communicates that message a little more clearly. Yeah. So the only like specific restart dates, quote unquote, are for a Disney cruise line. Cruises are only officially canceled through April 28th. And I think Adventures by Disney, they said they're canceled through the end of May. But Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, it's all until further notice. And I think actually the parks overseas are the same. One thing to note about Disney Cruise Line, you know, for example, Leslie, you're planning to sail out of Vancouver on the Disney Wonder for an Alaska cruise. Your sailing's in August, so technically it's okay right now. But if you were sailing in June, you know, why would that not be able to happen, even though it's not officially canceled? Because Canada has closed the border with the United States, so I couldn't get into Vancouver if I wanted to. So we'll see. Obviously, I'm watching and waiting on that very closely because if Canada extends the border extension, then, of course, those Alaska cruises become moot, even if other Disney cruises are sailing. Yeah, and then on top of the border extension... I think Canada is not, I think they said until June 30th, they're not going to allow cruise ships to dock at their ports. So Right, that too. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, not looking too great. Some other news, you know, Florida just released a stay-at-home order for all intents and purposes the month of April. I think it technically ends May 2nd. That is probably the earliest that Disney could legally open but i still think it's going to be longer than that and you know we will make some predictions about that later other sad news to report is that a lot of cast members have been furloughed and i'm pretty sure this doesn't only restrict itself to the parks like i think cast members in all divisions of the disney company have been furloughed for the time being 
Yeah, that's my understanding as well. I think some Disney store cast members and I would presume I don't really follow all of the entertainment as much, but I'd presume people on that side of the of the equation as well because certain types of work just can't be done. So it, it's sad, but I mean, the good news is, is it does open up people to getting unemployment. So hopefully that helps with people's personal situations. And um, Disney is paying for healthcare for everyone during this time period. So that's obviously something that all of us are very concerned about. So that's good. Oh, I actually didn't hear that. Um, That is really good to hear. Yeah, I know we are generally a parks podcast, but for those of you who are into these kinds of things, it sounds like Pixar's soul will still be coming out in June. Black Widow has been postponed till the fall. And what was the other? Mulan. Uh, Mulan is coming out. Yes, thank you. In late July. So they've kind of pushed back all their movie releases. And Artemis Fowl was going to be released in theaters, but now that one's going straight to Disney+. Plus. So it's just a crazy time. I saw, I think the week of March, 20th the domestic box office was five thousand dollars to which my wife said what movie theaters are still even open yeah i have that same question too wow um somewhere in montana or wyoming i guess somewhere hopefully very remote but yeah i guess uh five thousand dollars worth of movie tickets were bought this week actually i don't know maybe people buy tickets and don't get them refunded or whatever anyway we digress okay so the parks are closed cast members are furloughed It's all very sad. Disney World is taking reservations starting on June 1st. So right now, like you cannot book a Disney hotel reservation for the month of May at all. The kind of conventional wisdom is that the earliest Disney World will open is June 1st. They technically have said that they might open earlier, but I don't think either Leslie and I think it's going to happen before June 1st. However, Disney obviously canceled a lot of people's reservations uh, in the month of April and May. And so they've created these recovery packages to invite people to come back. I will talk about the Disney World recovery package first. So if you had a Disney World hotel reservation, even if it's a room-only reservation, canceled because Disney World has been closed anytime between March 16th and the end of May, you're eligible for a summer recovery package. To entice you to come, what they're saying is you can book a package with Disney. You have to have a ticket that has at least two days on it. But if you do that, then you'll get free dining. So if you were booked in a value or a moderate resort, you get a quick service dining package. If you're booked in a deluxe or deluxe villas, you get the standard dining package. So basically they're having free dining for anyone who is rescheduling from a canceled date into June 1st, all the way up until September 30th. So what do you think about this I guess, deal, Leslie, do you think it's a lot of money to be saved there? We know famously we don't love the dining plan. Yeah, I mean, but if it's free, (laughs) then I think, I mean, I think it's better than nothing for sure. I mean, you know, I would certainly, if I was in the position of having had a canceled trip, consider this strongly. So I'm glad to see Disney's doing something. I don't know. What's your take, Joe? Yeah, my take is, you know, one reason why we don't love free dining is because for the general free dining package, you have to book a rack rate standard room price, you know, so you don't get any discounts. However, for this recovery package, you can combine this free dining with their sun and fun room offer. So you can get the room discount and the free dining. The only kind of negative is if you had a room only reservation, you need to get tickets. So you need to get at least like a two day ticket or something like that. However, you know, people have been just you bought tickets from undercover tourists or something like that. They've had very generous cancellation policies. So people have been returning their tickets and then booking the package. So, you know, I'm curious, what do you think, Leslie? I went to go look, you know, I did not qualify for this recovery package. However, I went to go look at how open the hotels were for rooms and stuff like that in June and July. And I'm curious whether you think that there weren't a lot of rooms to be had or there were a lot available. 
Ooh. For June, I think there's a lot of availability. What do you think? <laughs> Tell me the truth. So in June and July, like there was still like a lot of availability for both. Um, which I was actually kind of surprised because we are kind of, you know, Disney bubble-ish. So I know a lot of Disney fans are like kind of raring to go back. And in my mind, I was like, oh, that means like all the hotels are booked. However, pretty much in June and July, I had the pick of whatever I wanted in any category. The only thing I noticed was that in June, I couldn't book Pop Century. But besides that, pretty much book a room at every hotel. Maybe not the cheapest room at every hotel, but like a lot of stuff was open and still qualifying for that Sun and Fun room offer. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Disney opens back up. For sure. And just, you know, engaging a little bit of groundless speculation. I mean, a lot of people are not like you and I, Joe, where, you know, we're adept at changing flight reservations last minute or we feel fine about like, you know, just sort of planning a vacation and then being ready to cancel it if we need to. So I could see a lot of people being really hesitant to plan for June and July. And of course, it's summer too. So it's like, gosh, to have the additional overlay of Florida heat. And I could see a lot of people who are, you know, of course, really anxious to return to Disney, really excited about returning to Disney, just saying, forget it, I'm going to go ahead and plan for the fall. And uh, you know, the summer is just going to be a wash whether it opens or not for me. Yeah, definitely. If you did have a room only package in March, April or May, and you're thinking of rebooking it, of course, I'm happy to help you. You know, you can contact me. I'm happy to be your travel agent and do that for free. It's a lot of calling and waiting on the phone, which is why I think some people are using travel agents when they would normally do it themselves. You can also do it yourself, though. Just call up, um, wait on the phone. Actually, the phone lines probably aren't as crazy as they were when this was first announced. Remember, you do have to get a package with a two-day ticket. But, you know, if you get a two-day ticket and upgrade it or, you know, do whatever you want with it, it does kind of hurt people who have annual passes. But I'm sure you can find some way around it. And probably the two-day ticket is less than the cost you would pay for food anyway if you're, like, on a four- or five-day trip. So that's something to consider. So Disneyland has a recovery package as well. Leslie, can you tell us about that one? All right. For Disneyland, this is only for people who were booked at the Disneyland on-property resorts. So if you were booked in one of those resorts between March 16th and May 31st with a room-only reservation or a room and ticket package, Disneyland is offering up to 35% off room rates for stays between June 19th and October 4th. So pretty good deals there as well at Disneyland. Yeah, and then the crazy thing is, you know, that one you just said starts June 19th, but then there's another deal where guests will be given $50 per night resort credit for each night of their stay from June 1st to December 31st. So if your dates line up, uh, basically if you're between June 19th and October 4th, you get both. So these two bounce back or recovery offers will stack. So that's a pretty good deal if that happens to work out for your dates. For sure. I mean, obviously, this is available to much fewer people because there's only three on-property resorts at Disneyland. And I myself, of course, had a trip canceled in March, but I was staying at one of the off-property resorts right across the street. So no bounce back offer for me. Wow. That's what you get for going against the company line. Come on, Leslie. For saving Tons of money, Joe. Come on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and still being within very the very same walking distance. So, yes, yes. Very. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, relax, relax. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll go really quickly. Alani and DCL um, recovery offer. So Alani, you can get up to 35% off of rooms, all room types, except for suites and grand villas if you're rescheduling a resort stay that was canceled. And for Disney Cruise Line, up until 
those departures through April 28th, like I said, you can either get a full refund, which is something that Disney like rarely does, or you can get 125% credit to a future cruise, which I ended up taking advantage of because we had our April cruise canceled. So one thing I noticed and people should know is that the cruise credit is per person. So for example, you know, we were traveling with my parents and we did book the future cruise with my parents. But if we had not had them come along, we would have had to either convince them to allow us to use their credit or get a refund for like their portion of the cruise. And it can get complicated. So it's simplest if you're traveling um, with the same people that you were going to travel with on your canceled cruise, which again, a travel agent can help you deal with all that stuff if you know you don't want to be bothered. I'm going to be bothering you, Joe, pretty soon. I have a feeling when it comes to my Alaska cruise. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling too. Com- I mean, hopefully it's safe and you get to go. But I, I don't know if I'm feeling too confident for you right now. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I'm not getting any hopes up. Yeah. All right. One other effect that this whole thing has had on Disney is construction. So you know, I don't know about you, but Leslie, but. I think at the beginning in early March, before Disney announced they were going to close, but when we were starting to read the tea leaves and thinking they're probably going to have to close, I was like, wow, that's probably going to be awesome. They can probably get like a ton of construction done during that time, but that does not seem like it's going to be the case. So what's happened, Leslie? Yeah, construction has come to a complete and total stop, as I understand it. And, you know, I too was thinking, oh, well, there are certain types of construction, I'm sure, where they can social distance and they can get certain projects done, but it's it's totally come to a halt. So that, of course, brings up the question as to what is going to be delayed in, especially as we approach the 50th anniversary. I mean, a lot of things that we were thinking were going to be in place for this anniversary are now very much in question. Yeah, so Blog Mickey had a post And they were saying they don't know officially what projects have been defunded. But right now, the scuttlebutt is that, you know, Disney has taken money from future projects and set it aside for projects that are like almost finished. So I'm guessing, you know, Ratatouille, that's going to get finished for sure. Tron, Light Cycle, Power Run, we've seen the track already. So they're going to finish that. I don't think they're going to demolish the building they've built for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So, you know, a lot of these things we're going to see get completed, but it's things like the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, you know, maybe that doesn't come to fruition. And I don't know, maybe Spaceship Earth, maybe we uh, stick with Dame Judi Dench for longer than we thought. Insert Leslie cheering wildly here. <laughs> yeah. A girl can dream, right? And Spaceship Earth may, may be safe. I mean, they haven't touched it, right? They haven't touched it. So they haven't even started that project. So I just, they're going to, they're probably going to use that money to finish the projects that they already started. I agree. And I think uh, the Mary Poppins attraction that is definitely going to be shelved, right? The one yes. that we don't even know anything about, that one. Already the black sheep of the Epcot announcement, the Mary Poppins attraction is just going to get further down the totem pole. For sure. Maybe our kids will be taking their kids to that when it finally opens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so yes, let's do some more baseless speculation. You know, when do you think these parks might reopen? And, you know, why don't we start off with your... What you think is controversial and edgy tweet, but I think it's just pretty logical uh, about whether Disneyland or Disney World will open first. Yeah, I did tweet this like now at this point, like two weeks ago. So it does. It, it felt controversial at the time, but it doesn't feel so, so controversial anymore. So 25 years ago and. Yeah, and coronavirus years and actual years. But I mean, the tweet was, for those of you who don't follow me, you know, tweet by tweet on Twitter, my prediction was that Disneyland would open before Disney World because California is 
doing a much better job at flattening the curve. I mean, of course, that's, you know, easy to predict and, and say, but, but, you know, our, our borders are porous and, you know, other people can come into California and create problems who are not social distancing these days. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think just from a logistical perspective, it's, it is a lot easier to open Disneyland and there are locals who can come in sort of in smaller waves. So I don't know. I mean, you know, Disney probably will want to do things together, both parks together and sort of signal, you know, America's open. But if there's any reason to just open Disneyland or any hope that maybe California is in a better place than some of the rest of the country, then I could see them possibly doing like maybe a phased opening like they're doing in Shanghai. I don't know. That's just my baseless, groundless speculation and hope that I can go to Disneyland sooner rather than later. Yeah, which this face opening in Shanghai feels like it's been going on for a month. And I'm starting to wonder when that park is actually going to open. And so let's move on to like Disney World. June 1st is the date that they are taking reservations. Do you think that Disney World is going to open June 1st? Or if you had to like guess, when do you think it's realistic for Disney World to be open in some capacity? Because I really and we'll speculate this on our Patreon unfiltered show but i don't think disney world is going to open like as the disney world we know it at least to start with but when do you think it could be yeah with each day that goes by my my hopes get pushed out for later and later i'm hoping for mid-june realistically i'm bracing for the possibility that it doesn't open at all most of the summer so that's just where i am sorry wow you're even more pessimistic than i am that's that's pretty impressive I think June 1st is like best, best case scenario. And, you know, a lot of it is going to come down to not only how good of a job Florida does, but also, you know, the rest of the country, because you can't be in a situation, you know, right now there's that rule where if you come from the tri-state area and you go to Florida, you need to quarantine yourself for 14 days. Well, number one, I'm not sure how they're going to enforce that rule. But number two, like if that rule is in place, then people are not going to come down and sit around Florida for 14 days and then go to Disney World. So it's not just what's going on in Florida, it's what's going on through our whole entire country. So to me, June 1st is like the best case scenario for when things open. I hope I'm wrong, but that's the earliest I can see things opening. But I would feel like more realistically, July, you know, I I think they'd maybe it would be a smart thing for them to open after July 4th so that there aren't like crazy crowds getting in there for July 4th. The one thing that I can say for certain is I do not think Disney wants to be in a situation where they open and then have to close again completely. So they're going to be completely certain that whatever capacity they start at, they're going to be able to run at for a little while. Otherwise, you know, it's going to look really bad to open and close. Yeah, totally agree. And we can get into some more of this uh, speculation on our unfiltered episode. But when they do open, I do wonder what different operations they will have in place or capacity restrictions, things like that. Because the last thing Disney wants to do is be like, you know, oh, there was somebody with coronavirus in our parks. And this is like another Disneyland measles outbreak again. And, you know, it becomes the the seed of a new hotspot. Totally agree. So last thing, we want to end on a more positive note. What have you been doing to keep Disney in your life? What have you been watching on Disney Plus? How else have you been staying connected to the Disney brand? So we've been watching a ton of Disney Plus, totally getting our money's worth like many, many, many times over. My son has watched Puppy Dog Pals, I think, all the way through now like four times. So yeah, excellent parenting. Yeah, do I need to get in on this? Do I need to get on this thing? (laughs) 
I mean, it's just one of those Disney Junior shows, and for whatever reason, it resonated with him. I mean, it's it's fine, it's cute, but I have no idea why it's the big runaway hit in his mind. But uh, so yeah, we were watching a lot of that, and excellent parenting clearly happening at my house, given the amount of screen time that we've been engaged in. But we did just finish, in all fairness, spring break week, so there was no homeschooling in my house this past week, which has been great. I've also just been noticing um, Disney itself has been putting out a lot of things under the hashtag uh, Disney Magic Moments. Like they had the flag ceremony and they had the Dapper Dans doing a recording from their uh, their homes and sort of that they that they melded together. So Disney's putting out a lot of good content themselves on the Parks blog that I have watched and, you know, of course, cried to when the Dapper Dans were singing. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty rough. So I have been watching a lot of Disney Plus. I've been catching up on the Clone Wars since they um, are doing their final season. And uh, I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but you know, it's going to tie into the Mandalorian and stuff like that. So I've been really getting into it and I've had a lot of time to nerd out about that stuff. Clone Wars, greater than the prequels. Sorry. Uh, I probably like it better than Rise of Skywalker too. But anyway, I digress again. The other thing that I was doing for a while is people are doing these really cute Disney at home videos where they're like recreating Disney rides in their own like living rooms and stuff like that. I think the first one I saw was by this user at tiny mallet on twitter and she did one of soren over california which i thought was excellent um and so i was watching those for a while but i'm at the point of my disney withdrawal where watching any ride videos or things like that just makes me sad and makes me wish that i could be in the park so i'm taking a break on that you know until i get to the acceptance phase of my uh current disney grief Fair enough. And I actually did a, I don't know if you saw this, Joe, but I did a post on my blog where I rounded up some of the ride videos back when I too was watching a lot of them. I'm kind of with you. I've, they Now we've kind of maybe jumped the shark on them, but some of the better ones, there's a blog post that we can put in the show notes on Trips with Tykes that has some of those. Awesome. All right, before we close things out, let's do a quick Disney do or don't. Leslie, do you have a do or don't for us? All right. Well, for those of you who are in the right frame of mind to do this, I would say do start planning your fall and holiday Disney vacations. Now, I've started doing that myself. I've been looking at Disneyland reservations for Oogie Boogie Bash. The prices are are quite good at least some of the area hotels around Disneyland that I've seen. I anticipate, though, as soon as it's clear that things are going to reopen again, a lot of people are going to get that eureka moment and go plan and rooms are going to book up and prices are going to go up. So if, you know, not everybody's in the frame of mine or in the you know the financial state to be able to plan those vacations now but if you are it is a good time to be doing that yeah i actually got a tip from listener it's 2 a.m which great email address by the way um and he or she said that because of the closure you know there are a lot of bookings happening in the fall and you know things look like they could be pretty crowded so yeah definitely book those vacations sooner rather than later remember you can always cancel up to 30 days for a package, five days for a room only. So, you know, really nothing to lose. Great tip, Joe. Yeah, so we should have put this caveat at the beginning. We you know we're talking about Disney World. It's a real privilege and a luxury for us to get the chance to go there. Um, and we know there are way more important things going on right now. But we want to thank everyone for listening because this is honestly a chance for Leslie and I to talk and just get our minds off things for a while, even if we're talking about COVID-19 related news. So if you are doing 
Disney related things that you're finding fun and um, keeping you happy, please share them with us. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com at www.deciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. And if you have any news or any thoughts about the parks, you can hit us up at all those places as well. Find old episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts. And if you're interested in checking out our bonus content, you can check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered. Thank you so much for listening once again. We do hope to be back in the parks soon. Like we said, we'll be releasing episodes on our same weekly schedule. So look forward to those. Other than that, thank you so much. And Leslie, I will see you moving our desk chairs up and down, pretending we're on Soarin'. Thanks, Joe.